Patrick, it's the it's the season of giving thanks. It's the season of it's it's is that a season? Is it November? I by now it probably will be. Is but it might is, be December. We're pretty far ahead. <laughs> it's the season of giving either thanks or gifts. Okay, that's it's fair. The season of giving. It is really convenient that those two seasons like butt up against each other, isn't it? Yeah. That's and good. it's really and honestly kind of stupid that they do it in the order that they do because really, yeah, it's true. You want to say yeah. thank you after Christmas. Yeah, exactly. If, anything, if you could do January. Thanksgiving after Christmas in January, then you wouldn't have to send out all those stupid mm-hmm. thank you cards. Yeah, in January but, you could just do it at Thanksgiving. But by then, like all those pilgrims would have been dead, and they probably wouldn't have been able to do it. <laughs> So. I was going to do, actually, a Pilgrim <laughs> episode for Thanksgiving. Um, we might do that next year. I, I got caught up in other stuff, but <laughs> it's pretty bleak. Um, uh, oh, this is an ad. So oh, this is, it's, it's giving season, Patrick. And as we always say, one of the things that you should do around your house is is give gifts to the ghosts who haunt it and say thank you ghosts for dying here so that i could then eventually have this house it could be mine and not yours anymore mm-hmm. and there's nothing ghosts like more than picnic bend whiskey or gin probably gin i don't know gin seems like a ghost drink yeah like, I, i'm yeah whiskey seem whiskey maybe like for the angry ghosts gin yeah. definitely for like the peaceful ghosts like the, the very like chill ghosts not Except, the screaming ones unless you're making your gin with there was this there's this distillery that i had once in um Gosh, it was in Santa Fe, and they made mm. some gin with sage. Do you think if you, if a ghost drinks sage, is that like being smudged from the inside? You know what smudging is? <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you burn sage to like clear spirits, that's called smudging. Oh, like oh, okay, okay, okay. I yeah, I completely <clears throat> lost on that one. Um, yes, I do think okay. that you're smudged from the inside if you drink sage. Boy, that's liquor. a bad way. That's a that's a bad way to say thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all I got. Luckily, Pickney Bend <laughs> does not make their gin with sage, to my knowledge. So you could give it to all the ghosts you want. So you have cool, chill ghosts that you want to say thank you, ghosts, mm-hmm. for getting out of this house um, in the most violent means necessary so that mm-hmm. I could live a peaceful life here, except for when you haunt me. Um, Pickney Bend gin is the way to go. Mm-hmm. They like or if it. you have. <laughs> they like it. <laughs> <laughs> or if you have really angry ghosts that just like curse at you and throw furniture about the house, Pinkney Bend whiskey perfect for them is that gonna make them angrier probably but i mean it's their season so that's true (laughs) it's it's not a gift for you it's a gift for them i mean you don't give you don't give a gift of what you want you Mm -hmm. give a gift of what somebody else wants and if they're an angry violent ghost they want whiskey i don't know how else to put it that's the true spirit of giving that's right Mm -hmm. you've nailed it here so no matter what holiday we're in right now (laughs) because this calendar we're so far ahead which is good for us um and great for this content um Go put some put some gin or whiskey in a bowl out next to the door. Uh, that's where ghosts <laughs> right. like to do it. And keep your cats away, please. <laughs> right, it's right next to the right next to the cookies and the milk and the and the carrots. Mm-hmm. Just put a little, just a just a, a very shallow dish of or a gin. thimble or thimble. Yeah, is, really. Yeah, is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's gonna be great. So do that and go to. You can find the the proper gin and whiskey to do that at picnyben.com p-i-n-c-k-n-e-y-b-e-n-d.com and i speaking of things people being grateful for things i bet they're pretty grateful for us and all the really great work that we do on their behalf every time we do an ad on this show if only there was some way for us to uh to be shown their appreciation but you know whatever well, it's been a while since the last shipment huh do you think um do you think we've been we've been quiet quitted <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you guys are still doing the ads. Oh, fuck. When was the last time we sent you booze? I'm so sorry. We don't like you anymore. <laughs> so one of us should call them. I've been avoiding it because I don't want to get yelled at, but I should call them. What a week, huh? Oh, just stellar, really. Yeah. Yeah, lots of laughs. Probably not a lot of fun banter in that question. So. No, not, no, I think mm. we're, we're probably done with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to hear a ghost story? I God, do I. Okay. <clears throat> well, let me take you back to the year 1825. Okay. <sighs> There's an island... Off mm-hmm. the coast of Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. You look confused. Can you say, I mean, can you say an island is off the coast of a city? Isn't that just like the coast? No, why not? Like, the city isn't like a landmass. You can't say it's like. Yes, it is. Off what do you the think, coast a, what do you think cities city? are made out of? They're made out of land. No, they're made out of people, Clayton. <laughs> In Chicago, that's true, because uh, half the city is built on the ashes of the Great Fire. Um, yeah, I don't see why not. Oh, that's fine. I'm sure your podcast sucks. So <laughs> well, I'd like to think it's our podcast. I mean, I'm open to a healthy debate about it. I just don't see why it's the problem. Uh, okay, so it's uh, there's a there's an island off the eastern coast of the United States of America. Right, that is the correct landmass. Good. Okay. Um, can I say Massachusetts? You you probably should. Yeah. So okay. people know like more accurately. <laughs> right near Boston. Let me, let me take no. you back <laughs> to 1825. <laughs> there's an island. Near Boston, Massachusetts. It's mm. in the water off the coast. <laughs> like uh, some islands are. Like some islands are. <laughs> this island, sort of like the, um, whatever the name of the island was in Michigan. South. What was the name of that island? What we did the episode like 36 hours ago. I really don't know why we can't remember the name of this. <laughs> that island that exists uh, in the it's lake. Like South Island, right? It's South. It's, there's a North. It's, it's not Mackinac. It's. Well, God, it wasn't that long ago that we recorded that. <laughs> it was such a bad episode. I blocked it out of my memory. We'll go back to Eric. Let, let's let's do like let's just guess a couple names for it. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go first. Mm-hmm. South Island. South. Mackinac Island. Oh, I'm sorry. Go are on. we doing? Are we go back and forth? Yeah, you go back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I definitely had South End, so I'm gonna say mm-hmm. South Michigan Island. South Indiana Island. South Ghost Island. I think it's probably, it's one of those. It's got to be one of those, I think. Yeah. Uh, so unlike that island, which is the stupidest of all islands because it's in a lake, yeah. <coughs> which again, I barely think does not qualifies. count. I really don't think it counts. No, it's more of a, it's more of a, it's more of a, it's more of an uh, earth hiccup, I think at that point. I think so. But this one is, this one's in the ocean. This one's off the coast of the continent of the U.S. and it's seven miles east of Boston. It's a pretty sizable island. It's 52 acres. It's not like huge, but like for a little, you know, a little yeah. like Boston Island, it's pretty good. I guess there's like a string of islands off the coast of Boston. An archipelago. Um, archipelago. Is it is the is it the Boston archipelago? It's the archipelago. It's not an archipelago. It's archipelago. <laughs> I went I, through. I I was probably like 15 years old before I heard someone actually say that word, and so I always <laughs> thought it was archipelago. And so when I heard someone say archipelago, I was like, 
What are you talking about? I don't even know that word. This is before the internet where you could just look up things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess it's an archipelago. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so this was one of the those islands, and it was um, it's one of the ones that's pretty far out there. Seven miles is pretty far from from Boston. Mm-hmm. And so the city of Boston, they decide they're going to live their best life, and they buy this island in 1825. They're like, we're buying an island. Hang on. The city we're is going like on vacation. Buys an Everyone, we're buying an island. Yeah, city buys an island. They're like so in the black. They're like, you know, they they're have like, nothing else they're going to do with the money. This is the only city in America at this point. It's 1825. <laughs> there are no other cities, so they have all the money. All 19 people who were alive in America at that time lived in one city, and it was Boston, and they had so much money. Yeah, we're, we're going to buy this island from. That's a good question. I don't, <laughs> that didn't come up in the research, and I didn't even think yeah. about it. Like, now, I, that, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure buying land is a fairly modern development. I'm pretty sure up until about 1900, you just killed whoever was on the land, and it became your land. I think that's how it worked. Bought it quote with the price of blood. Yeah, yeah. We, we that's more likely actually. Yeah, sailed a bunch <laughs> of boats there, killed like the three rednecks that were living on it, and now it's uh, Boston East. That's yeah. So. That's, that's Boston's island. Um, they bought it and they named it George's Island. Mm-hmm. Now I should have looked this up because <laughs> I meant to, but I definitely didn't. Most places that I saw it, it's not, it's not a possessive George. Mm-hmm. It was like plural George, George's. Mm-hmm. Is this like the, is this like the Popeye's thing? Yeah. It is yeah, sort of like that. Yeah. Yeah. But some, some, some people had it as possessive. Some people had it as, okay, it's plural. So according to Google maps, it's, George's with no apostrophe. Just George's. Like multiple The island Georges. of many George's. Yeah. Yes. Maybe they had like a problem in the city. They were like, you know what? We got <laughs> too many George's. We have too many George's. We got, I got to do something about this. We're going to make an Australia, but for George's. And all the George's <laughs> have to go out there. And <laughs> uh, so the city of Boston buys it in 1825. They call it George's Island. And then they give it as a gift to the federal government. So they this buy it, and like turn a, around and just gift it. Yeah, this sounds like a tax break. It really oh, sounds huge like a tax write off. Yeah. Huge it has write-off. to be a write off. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe they, yeah. They bought it and they're like, there <laughs> are no palm trees on this island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have been sold a bill of goods. <laughs> <clears throat> I bet they made a little bit too much money down at the casino over the weekend and they're like, we need something to offset all these gambling gains. And so we're going to donate. <laughs> This shitty trash dumpster island to the government. <laughs> with all and the write, Georges on it. Yeah, with all the Georges on it. So, like, two birds, one stone. Get rid of all the Georges. <laughs> never liked them. Not since the war. We're going to get rid of them, and we're going to get rid of all the trash we threw on this island. This is a good move. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really <clears throat> classic. It's actually a three for one, because the other reason that they donated this to the government was that, so the federal government could use it to build a fort there, and then therefore protect Boston from any enemies coming in from the sea. Hmm. Okay, from Which seven I think is miles a pretty good away. move. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're going to attack Boston, though, I would seven, go by mile, land. seven miles is a pretty wide berth. You know, like, you're going to have... Well, it's hard to sneak through there, though. You I know, like, get, It's hard to go around the island. I guess, but, like, they don't have, like, surface-to-air missiles or something. Like, they're, they're still just, like, yeah, shooting them with... <laughs> yeah, I don't think a cannon is going to do a whole lot. Oh, have you not seen, I don't know, any movie ever? Cannons explode <laughs> on impact and they really fuck shit up. I don't know. I'm saying seven miles seems like a bit of a buffer. Like you could probably pretty easily sneak around seven miles. Yeah. Well, it's not a seven mile all the way around, as we'll see, actually. Importantly, okay. we'll soon see. And remember, okay. this is an archi- archipelago. Uh-huh. Right. 
Yeah, so uh, there's like George's Island, there's Fred's Island, there's Dick's Island, <laughs> all, all the good ones up and yeah. down the coast. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's not like it's not like there's seven miles in every direction. Mm. Also, Europe is more than seven miles away too. So it, the idea of having an island that's seven miles from everywhere is is so stupid. <laughs> so you know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> so they give it to the federal government thinking they'll protect us from sea enemies, which is nice to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, this is not a tropical island. So what the fuck are you going to do with it? This is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so the U.S. says, thank you so much. We will indeed build a fort. Tip of the cap to you. Mm-hmm. We're going to build Fort Warren on this okay. island. They start construction of Fort Warren. Mm-hmm. So many angry Georges at that point, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, you seriously? It was right there. Come on. <laughs> There's 1,200 of us out here. You making me build a fucking fort named Fort Warren? No, because you name it Fort George and everyone's like, which George? And then you got to pick one. You got to pick favorite. You can't pick your favorite George. Uh, so Fort Warren begins construction in 1833. This begins under the supervision, by the way, of Colonel Sylvanus Thayer, which uh, I don't, it's not important to the story one lick, but I do like to introduce the name Sylvanus Thayer into mm-hmm. uh, to our canon. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which Disney movie he was the villain in. I think it was <laughs> at least two of them. Sylvanus. Sylvanus there. Maybe Sylvanus, but probably Sylvanus. Anyway, doesn't matter. So they start building in 1833, but it's a, you know, it's a government project, so it's going to take forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and construction isn't completed for like two decades. <laughs> <laughs> how, and maybe that's okay. I don't know. How long does it take to build a good fort? Maybe it takes a long time. Yeah, I, I don't think you want something they throw up in a weekend. Like that's, that's true. not, yeah, especially not with the Georgia they sent out there. I mean, you want to give those guys... Yeah. Plenty of time material. I think I was thinking, I it's picture. This is like one of those stone forts, not one of those like wood forts that you just would set fire to. This was right. so this is yeah. this probably took so maybe I don't know maybe two decades is fine. Eh, sir. Yeah. So I finally uh, finished it up. How's your bathroom? How's your toilet? Is that what's running in your on your side? I keep, yeah, every I I, I, keep, I keep muting whenever I yeah. So yeah. just a <laughs> few more seconds. So you know, did you have you considered just like. Buying a couple buckets for uh, when we're recording. I, 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 again, I have I've been very clear with my request <laughs> to pee in the backyard, and it's raining, so I can understand. But yeah, well, it's like it wash. It's going to wash away instantly. Like I know that's a that's, I, that's I, a feature, I'm not a bug. I'm not the one that needs convincing here. But <laughs> whatever. I've been peeing in the backyard for like 20 years. <laughs> I haven't peed in the toilet in three decades. <laughs> Uh, okay, so they finally get the fort, which is great. They finally get some cannons in there, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, ends up being pretty good timing, actually, because they finish it in the 1850s, uh, which makes it just in time to be actually used for an actual war. Oh, which one? Patrick, let's reintroduce ourselves to the Civil War. <laughs> what? Who's, who's, who's cannon fighting in Boston in the Civil War, really? It turns out there was a Confederate Navy. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a very good Navy. <laughs> yeah, I, obviously. <laughs> but there was one. So they did actually get to use it to shoot cannons at Confederate soldiers, which is mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. To I mean, knock out some ships. Sure. Um, but not many. I mean, I don't think I don't think the Confederate Navy did a whole lot of attacking from <laughs> from, from the ocean. Um, <clears throat> actually, as we remember, a lot of the Confederate Navy was very busy on the Mississippi River their ass kicked there uh, as we discussed in the hunt Phelan house episode so this is the worst navy probably in history um 
so they did get some action there, but mostly since there weren't wasn't a lot of naval action happening, mm-hmm. they used the fort as a prisoner of war camp. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah, like 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 a Guantanamo type thing. Yeah. They, <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe maybe. Um, <laughs> more in, so they, in, more in purpose than in okay know. than in execution. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's right. So they built a fort, which is made to keep things out, obviously. And then they thought, mm-hmm. you know, it'd probably keep things in. Sure. Yeah. We did it right. So now it's a prisoner of war camp. It's also used for training, like officer training and stuff. But um, mostly the biggest feature is <laughs> a prisoner of war camp. The fort took up about half of the uh, island, by the way. So about 25, 26 acres. Hmm. That was good, good size. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you got to give your Georgia some room to run. So you got to right. have some... <laughs> You know, some some room there. Yeah, they get the uh, they get the zoomies, and they're gonna have to get that out. <laughs> um, so they build this they the prisoner war camp, and it uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty it's a pretty popular one. They have some pretty high profile prisoners. <laughs> it's, it's all the rage. It is. If you are a Confederate soldier at this time, mm-hmm. this is actually the prison you want to go to for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's a place to see and be seen. Because, <laughs> um, some of their prisoners included the governor of Kentucky. Oh, the mayor of Baltimore. Mayor which might have been like a city rivalry thing. <laughs> I don't oh, yeah. know. I don't know what that old story. <laughs> And the big one, the vice president of the Confederacy himself, Alexander Hamilton Stevens. Alexander Hamilton Stevens, not, yeah, vice okay, president okay. of the Confederacy. Yeah, yeah. not the not the, not the other guy. Not the, uh, it, not the other one. And honestly, if 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 you're in the Confederacy, going to a northern prisoner of war camp is probably not the worst outcome for you either. Like no one is shooting at you. Well, that's right. They they have to feed you food. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, they would have just shot you when you walked in the door. <laughs> and right. uh you're probably getting a lot less cholera than you normally would you're probably so, getting more sleep yeah lot, yeah so i would think <clears throat> I'm, I'm thinking i'm thinking this this pow camp getting very popular is not a coincidence well and especially at fort warren in particular because it was kind of known as one of the most if not the most humane prisoner of war camp in the civil war <laughs> you put a big sign over the door one of the Welcome. most humane pow camps <laughs> you would check in it's like a double tree they would have the cookie for you mm-hmm. they would say you're a prisoner but doesn't you're mm-hmm. still you're still a human mm-hmm. and we still love you despite mm-hmm. how awful you are <laughs> they so they apparently supposedly they never not a single soldier fired a gun the entire time like there was training and stuff so they did and i guess they fired they had to fire at ships Oh well, yeah, like, it's like fire, the whole would you fire a gun at ships. I guess why not? I mean, if you're fighting the Confederate Navy, you pretty much just wait it out for a few hours. And it'll <laughs> <change>. <laughs> Clean us our boat yeah. as a leak. <clears throat> I don't know how to build a fucking boat. That's my impersonation of all Confederate soldiers. They were all named Cletus, and they uh, carried around big jugs full of moonshine, and uh, did not know <clears throat> how to build boats. <laughs> I wish I could argue with you. I wish I, could, I wish I could argue with you. I've, so, I've, I find no, no find no evidence to the contrary. So perfect. Um, okay, so where are we? Oh, so yeah. Apparently, no soldiers fired any guns at any point, like at soldiers. Like there was no like beating soldiers. There was no shooting at or beating um, prisoners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, as if you're gonna go to jail, it's not bad. Yeah. Like you said, it's better than fucking dying on the Gettysburg field, you know? Yeah, sounds pretty white collar to me. 
<laughs> they're in there slicing up their garlic with their razor blades and mm-hmm. having a good time. So one of the prisoners at Fort Warren eventually was a man named Lieutenant Andrew, I'm going to say Lanier. Lanier, Lanier, I don't know, L-A-N-I-E-R. Mm-hmm. He was a prisoner. He was a prisoner. Okay. He was a Confederate soldier who was he was captured. He was from Georgia. Um, recently married, like married like weeks before he went off to war. And he was captured. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's you're hedging your bets there because you're like, if this marriage is not good, mm-hmm. I can just die in this war and yeah, not true. To come home. Yeah. Or pretend to have died in this war. Yeah. And the wife's probably not real worried either. Like, this guy's not gonna see another woman for the next like three years. <laughs> Um, so it's yeah. probably going to be pretty safe. Yeah. He was captured along with a whole bunch of idiots at uh, Roanoke Island in North Carolina. And it was taken to Fort Warren with all these, all these Confederate soldiers. And he mm-hmm. was thrown into, uh, what they called there, the quote corridor of dungeons. That sounds exciting. It does sound exciting, yeah. right? It's pretty good. <laughs> now, despite this badass name, the mm-hmm. guards at Fort Doom, uh, they were actually pretty cool. Um, so uh, they, the the name Corridor of Dungeons was the coolest thing about this whole place. Oh, it was oh, it was just just it was just a name. It was just a name. They're like, we're this we're gonna call this something really cool. Corridor of Dungeons. <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds awesome. But they were all actually really nice. And so uh, they would let mm-hmm. the prisoners like send letters out to their family. <laughs> and so they let uh, they let Andrew Lanier send his wife a letter. Mm-hmm. Now, they made a, a critical error here of not checking the mail that they sent out. Mm, okay. Which is, it's something you're going to want to do. In, yeah, I mean, yeah. You're running a POW camp. You pro- I mean, there's, a, there's information that you probably don't want to get out, mm-hmm. you know. So he sends out a letter. Andrew sends out a letter to his wife telling her where he was. Sure. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, fine. Yeah. I'm in the corridor of dungeons. Everything's cool. You know, the cool corridor of dungeons. The, it's as cool as it ni- sounds. Yeah. It's one of the most humane POW camps <laughs> in the North. So. Um, but he still doesn't like it very much. And he tells her that too. Even though it's very humane and great. He would rather not be there. God, just complain, complain, complain. I know. He doesn't know how good he has it there. I mean, mm-hmm. You're right. He goes back out into the war. He's done for. Mm-hmm. Um, bullets don't get you. The gangrene will. Um, so he sends this letter to his wife. And she receives it. And this is where we meet Melanie Lanier. Now, mm-hmm. we don't know much about Melanie Lanier before this point. Okay. We only know that she thought humans should own other humans like property. So that's not great. Yeah, that that one's in. That's one of the minus column. She's not a hero. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Other than that, we don't know much. But she receives a letter, and she's totally devastated. Mm -hmm. Again, newlywed. She really misses him. She doesn't. Mm -hmm. She hates to think of him in this prison. She doesn't know what's going to happen. Blah 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 blah. So she does. uh, She she's going to embark on um, a pretty exciting adventure here, and she books a passage on a schooner, and she sets sail for Massachusetts because she has an idea. You can just you can just like sail like. Does the Confederate Army know about this loophole? <laughs> well, I think you could tell warships from schooners. Well, but I mean, like they train by looking could... at three D posters in uh, the mall. <laughs> it's, it's a sailboat or a schooner. Schooner. <laughs> that's, a, that's a mall. That's a mall rats reference. Um, 
But I mean, like, the whole Confederate army could just, like, book passage to Massachusetts and just show up and be like, Yeah, I don't know. We're here, bitches. <laughs> That's true. I don't know what this. I don't know what. I don't know. You, I, you, look, I don't. You probably have to sign something. You probably have to sign something saying you're not going to do that. Yeah, it's a it's the honor code, I think, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get on. Look, you can get on here, but we're just mm-hmm. like a pleasure cruise. Like, if you mm-hmm. don't want to get all, like, wrapped up in this. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she sets sail for a town called Hull, Massachusetts. Now, Hull, H-U-L-L, is a little town. It's southeast of Boston. So mm-hmm. let me do this from backwards from your perspective. So here's Boston. I, I know what southeast means. Here's the I'm ocean. Not, I'm not confused. I know, but listen, listen. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. so the land goes like this. Whoop, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now here's Hull. Uh-huh. Curls out like, like this. Right on the tip. Right on the nose. Right on the, the little, tip, yeah. little. Little nose, yeah. Just, just on the tip. Yep. Just on the tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Hull. And okay. it's... That's a, terrible. It's not good. I have a yeah. friend who lives there. <laughs> and it's <laughs> very small. Let me show you how small Hull is. Like sticking out into the ocean that far north seems like, like, a, like a bad place to well, live. Well, it's south of Boston. Right. But a lot of stuff is. <laughs> I want to send you what I think will be a link you can click. Let's find out. Hull, Massachusetts. Right. So you see Hull now. See? Zoom out. It's very. It's small. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So it's it curves almost around. like a tiny island. I see. So it curves around, and then I see. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's and it's mm-hmm. like a little finger that sticks out into the ocean. Yeah. Sure. Now it's small. It is bigger than uh, George's Island. You can see George's Island on that map just north of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty small. So this is so. So Melanie sets sail for Hull and she arrives in Hull, which is very, you can see George's Island from Hull. Um, and she sets up camp there and she starts going around the town and just meeting people and chatting them up a bit and kind of giving a feel for the place. Okay. Fair enough. Eventually she meets someone who lives on Hull in Hull, who is a Confederate sympathizer Hmm. I mean, he's not real popular around the town. It's a it's a she. Oh, it's I mean, well, then who knows? So her her opinions are not taken seriously. This is eighteen. What mm. did I say? 50, 60, I think it's like eighteen sixty one or sixty two. I think. <clears throat> so, uh, so she finds this woman, and the woman says, "You know what? You can stay with me. Let's just stay in her ho- her house, and together, Melanie and this woman, they plan." How they're going to break Andrew out of Fort Warren? They're they're gonna they're gonna have a, a two woman prison break of one of the most humane POW prisons in the north. Okay, no, actually, it's gonna end up being a one woman prison break. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to skip it too far, but both of them aren't stupid enough to do this. Only one. <laughs> okay. Um. So so the other woman helps her plan it because she mm-hmm. knows the island shows a fort, but she's mm-hmm. not gonna actually engage. Sure, yeah, because she's 150 foot tall, stone walls in the middle of a thrashing ocean. Mm-hmm. I think you, I think you should probably try this one on your own. She's gonna yeah. sit this one out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they make a plan, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty good plan. And once it's all, once it's all down on paper, mm-hmm. and Melanie feels really good about it, she sits down with a with a pen and a piece of paper or mm-hmm. quill, I don't know whatever the fuck, and she writes a letter to Andrew, mm-hmm. and she spells out the plan to Andrew in the letter. Okay. Okay. Like it. In, I wouldn't do that. In like a lot of de- not not just like, not like when a you lot say of spells out like like the first letter of each line. 
says, <laughs> or do you mean like literally, hey, Andrew, on October 26th, I will be. It's the detail she, uh, the details that I know she gives him are, um, I'm coming to get you out of prison. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to get a rope. That's an yeah. important instruction. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, and you'll know I'm there when you hear me whistle this. Uh, there was like a Southern song, like a folk song. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, I'll whistle it from outside the fort. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's going to be her because no Union soldiers are going to know this. Right. Southern, yeah. secret Southern yeah. song. None of these guys know the devil went down to Georgia. And so <laughs> I will just whistle it at the gate. When you hear Charlie Daniels coming over yeah. the fence, you know it's it's me. Mm-hmm. So uh, So that's what she tells him. Does she have I'm any coming? more specifics to the plan? I mean, this, I don't this, know. Is, Man, this is look, a, I didn't look. They e- didn't show. I didn't read the letter. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she has more specifics in mind. Yes, we're going to go through them. Like, is there a specific window, a specific gate? I mean, this seems like like a thirty-acre fortress, and she's going to like, you know, go run in a rowboat, whistling Dixie until somebody throws a rope down. I mean, I guess there's worse plans, but <laughs> I think that if you just uh, show a little patience, then mm-hmm. you'll you'll find out the answer to that question. You'll find out how good this plan was. That's fair. Okay. Okay. I assume it's really good. I assume it's a really good plan. <laughs> uh, it's a ghost story, so you know that this goes really well. <laughs> <laughs> so she sends this letter to Andrew, and again, the Union soldiers do not check the incoming mail either, <laughs> so, oh, which is a real, it's a real, uh, it's a real chink in the armor, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So she get, basically gives him uh, instructions uh, for him to follow as soon as she gets on the island. Mm-hmm. They let the mail go in. He reads it. He's all set. Melanie's ready. It's time to put the plan into action. Mm-hmm. You ever watch that show Prison Break? Uh, no, but I saw the uh, the Clint Eastwood one, the Alcatraz one. That's like the same thing, right? That's pretty different. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. But like Prison Break, the show, what it was like the first season was them breaking out, of, was him like breaking his brother out of prison, mm-hmm. and then they did like. There were like six f- more seasons. There were a lot more seasons. Yeah. I didn't watch and, any of them because I was like, I think this show's over. <laughs> yeah, and every time, like the promotion, every promo I saw, every commercial I saw was just the him and the brother just running down the street. And I thought, <laughs> how long have you been running this? I mean, like at some point, just okay, fine, you got me. And you did, you, you did the break. You prison broke. Yeah. Exa- so yeah. can we? Show's can over. We done? Yeah. yeah. So Melanie's whole plan is she's gonna get a tattoo of Fort Warren on her back and then she's going to get herself caught and then she and her husband will follow her out of the prison. <laughs> um, I've never seen Escape from Alcatraz. Is it good? Uh, oh, it's it's excellent. Oh, my God. It's, I've that, seen The that, Rock. Is that the that, same? It is. Uh, it is a different movie than The Rock. Um, That's also yeah. Alcatraz. Yeah, they, 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 they both have their merits. But yeah, uh, the, the, the Clint Eastwood one is pretty fantastic. Check it out. It's pretty old, though. I don't know. It's old. I don't. I don't like to watch anything before 2012. Yeah, probably a good rule of thumb right there. Except that The Rock was before 2012. So, damn it. Yeah, it, caught yeah, my own you, web. <laughs> you know, through the chi- yeah. Speaking of, uh, I learned today. Speaking of movies, old movies. Um, we were talking in my office today about Hitchcock movies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, I'm, I'm a. I'm a yeah, professor at an arts college, and there's a big yeah. film department. Yeah, I imagine like most of you guys' conversations about Hitchcock. Or most of Hitchcock, right? you yeah. think so? Of course. Yeah. I brought up Hitchcock, and some of my colleagues and I were discussing. Mm-hmm. One of my colleagues said, "You know what? You won't believe this. I actually was talking about Hitchcock." I'm like, "Okay, so this is going to prove your point, I guess." I was, I was talking about Hitchcock in a, in my media class the other day, and there's a lot of film students in there, and like of all the students in the room, about 25, 30 students, about three of them, she said even knew the name Alfred Hitchcock. 
So the film students seemed to know who he was, but even they were like, I think he was a director. Oh my God. And I was like, I don't, what's happening? It's like, he didn't do anything on TikTok. So they don't know who he is. So I have a new idea for us and it's to do reenactments of Alfred Hitchcock movies on TikTok. (laughs) Are you in? Yes or no? Because I need you to start buying some wigs (laughs) because I have a great idea for the birds. Uh, We have to find a phone booth though. I don't know where we're going to find one of those. God, that's true. I think we have to go to Britain. The only time I see those now in movies is like in Britain, in Mm. London. Mm. Where would you find a phone booth? Uh they got him in like surplus stores and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Who's going to a surplus store saying, excuse me, do you have any phone booths? At least the two of us. I mean. Well, that's true. That's true. There's a market for it. I'm sure you go on eBay, you type in phone booth, free shipping, and something will come up. It has to be free shipping. Can you imagine what that would cost? Oh, yeah. Like the, they gouge you on the shipping run phone booths nowadays. Jesus Christ. Do you remember, Did you ever watch that Colin Farrell movie? Phone Was it the phone booth? Phone. That was called. Phone book? It's not phone book. That's nothing. (laughs) I think it was phone booth. Yeah. Uh, I never saw it, but the whole, so did you, so the whole idea was that he was in a phone booth Mm -hmm. and if he left, he would get shot. Right. I think so. Yeah. So it's like a two hour movie where he's in the phone booth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I found on eBay a vintage 1970s phone booth. How much do you think they're asking for it? It's, oh, and it's uh, just so you know, it's (laughs) pre-owned. It's not, not a brand new 1970s phone booth. Um, okay. First question. Uh, is there a, is there a separate shipping charge or is it free it's shipping? Free local pickup. Free local. Ooh, okay, yeah. that's a little bit of a curveball. Okay, yep. free local pickup. Um, can you give me the, give me the municipality? Ooh, let's see. Um, because like you know, cost of living adjustments and different. <laughs> phone sure. It's gonna yeah. yeah. It's a big broad country we have here. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Nashville. Nashville. Okay, so that's that that's high the higher half. I'm gonna say free local pickup. Um, eighteen hundred dollars. This is you're gonna be so excited. Only eight hundred dollars. Only eight hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! And it's that's a sharp looking booth. I'll tell you, absolute fucking steel. It's even got the Bell South uh, logo across the top. It's a, a it's a good booth. How many do they have? Uh, I think just I think just the one. <laughs> There's only the one? six and a half days left on this. So if you, I'm gonna put this in the chat here. So you, if you need to, yeah, we'll put this in the show notes, guys. Don't worry. This is, <laughs> this will have expired. At least four weeks before the show comes out, but um, it's a good-looking booth. It's not bad. If I'm I were going to buy sure. a vintage '70s booth, it would be this one. There's a light in the top. Yeah. Now I do see one critical design flaw of the booth. There's and no you phone. Probably, you probably see it too. No, no, there is a phone, but you'll no. notice that the phone has been installed on the outside of the oh, phone booth, <laughs> it is which there. is really going to hurt the utility <laughs> of the phone booth. That is a curveball. That is yeah. a curveball. <laughs> so I'm I'm starting I'm starting to understand why this is only eight hundred dollars. Eighteen hundred with the phone inside. Eight hundred just for the yeah. booth. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You didn't specify. Now, <laughs> interestingly, if you go, I don't know if you can do this. On if you go back to the original phone booth page on eBay, there is an antique phone booth with a folding door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full title is antique phone booth folding door. Great for loft, restaurant, bar, man cave, museum. <laughs> mm. Um, I mean, it's sharp, it's wood, and it's only $250 or best offer. Oh, goodness gracious. Let's see what the inside of this bad boy looks like. Well, it's, it, it needs a little TLC. You could get a, but I think you could get, you could, you could send this into an HGTV, HGTV show hmm. and, uh, probably get some mileage out. Let's see. You, you get a, you get a show out of this, at least an episode of something. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. It's pretty good. Where do you live? Yeah, I don't send it to me. I don't, I don't need it. 
<laughs> Sorry, I was I was uh, speaking to the uh, phone booth. <laughs> selling, <laughs> they make a note here that they're selling it for parts or repair. <laughs> In case you think this is an actual phone booth that will actually work, <laughs> I got news for you, my friend. Uh, Not happening. Eighty-three inches tall. How many feet is that? I'd fit in that, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. seven foot. Yeah, there yeah, I'd, I'd be close, but I'd be there. Oh, this is New York. I'm going to New York. <laughs> you got a fucking phone booth. What are we? What is this episode about? I, I, I've, I've, I've lost the train of thought. Actually, Why do we get the phone uh, booths. <laughs> oh, Alfred Hitchcock and old movies. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Okay. That tied into it somehow as well. Mm-hmm. And Colin Farrell was in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, Alcatraz. So yeah. So she's 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 in the she's in the <laughs> so rowboat. She's, she's going around. She's going around. Um. You know the Boston Alcatraz or whatever. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. Whistling, whistling, uh, whistling. Dixie. Dixie. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So <clears throat> she begins to execute her plan. Mm-hmm. First step, she goes and she cuts off all her hair. She makes it look short, like a man's head of hair. Uh, okay. This is a disguise. She's she's forming a disguise here. I get like who's she disguising herself from? Like nobody knows her here except for the lady who helped but her. But they know the she's plan. a woman. So oh, <laughs> <laughs> so even, even if they find the letter, are they just going to say, "Oh, it's a woman coming to coming to get this guy"? Keep an eye out for all women. women. <laughs> well, I think I think um, as you'll recall, this is George's Island, so there are no women on this island unless there is a woman named George somewhere. But they got to be few and far between. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so, so this rowboat comes over the horizon, and they're looking through the telescope, and they're like, "Oh, is this her? Oh, it's a dude. Never mind. That's it's a dude. It's got to be fine. probably not a big deal." My totally guess cool. is that, like, once she gets into the fort, if she gets into the fort, mm-hmm. then if they see her walking around, they'll be like, they won't be alarmed immediately. That, like, why is there a woman here? Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "Hey, dude. Yeah. Hey, you guy. Know. Yeah. Are you? Yeah." Are you, do you happen to be a prisoner or a, uh, or, or, a, or a union soldier? Oh, you can't answer me that. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, have a good day, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's very polite. Yeah. Again, this is very, uh, they don't care. No, They're just, yeah, I'm not really impressed with their check-in procedures at this point if no, she gets into no, this. No, definitely not. No. So she cuts her hair and she puts on men's clothing. Mm-hmm. And when it's dark, she jumps into a rowboat all by herself. She's on, the other woman has bowed out. Seven, seven miles. Well, no, because oh, from if you remember the map. Oh, from Hull. Uh-huh, That's from right, Hull, yeah. it is yeah. curled around. So she's actually yeah. now only one mile away. That's a lot of rowing still, though. It's still, oh, God, it's so much yeah. fucking rowing. I'm not doing it, yeah. No. Uh, one time, Aaron and I, we went to um, went to Hawaii, went to Kauai, mm-hmm. and we wanted to do a uh, kayak tour. Well, that's and they fun. Were, yeah, yeah it was, I mean, it's fucking gorgeous. And there mm-hmm. were two options. You could do mm-hmm. a kayak tour of um this river that kind of flows through Kauai, mm-hmm. which is you know easy and it's kind of you go mm-hmm. with the flow for most of it mm-hmm. or you could start at the top of the island and do an ocean kayak tour all the way to the bottom side of the island it's about 17 miles of of kayaking of, of kayaking in the ocean okay yeah now <clears throat> we had never kayaked before and that's important to understand sure. <laughs> the rest of the story right okay and i I was, my thought was the river would be nice. Sure. Like, there's going to be some great scenery. Yeah. So, yeah. Kauai River, of course. Yeah. But if we go, if you go on the ocean one, you go, you end up circling all the way around to the Nepali coast, mm. which is the most gorgeous piece of God's green earth I've ever seen in my life. It's incredible. Okay. It's stunning. Sure. Um, I had been on a boat tour around the Nepali coast before in a, in a big boat. 
Right, like with motors where that you I didn't, you're not well, yeah. growing at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was mm-hmm. like a dinner cruise thing, and that was great. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, it'll be like that. <laughs> it'd be and just so, like that, except throwing up in the ocean the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron was like, are you sure we shouldn't do the river one? That seems maybe our speed. And I was like, this doesn't look so bad. Look at this map. <laughs> it's yeah. only halfway around the island. And we'll see it on the Poly Coast, and it's yeah, exactly. amazing. Yeah, and kayaking is literally just like scoot yourself in the right direction and then just coast for a while. You know, yeah. like that's really all it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I convinced Aaron that this would be the right move for us. Mm-hmm. It was not the right move for us. I mean, you're still together. <laughs> yeah, we got tested. It was t- it was a test. It was a test. So <laughs> there was like, uh, there, you know, it's two people do a kayak, and there were, I think we had, there were like seven or eight of us going on this oh it, this isn't oh, okay this isn't just like you two no it's like, like on a, a lone kayak tour. against the this ocean like a whole, okay oh, no <clears throat> so okay. um one of the guys was a uh he's a um an iron man contestant okay. you could talk to people a lot you know as you're paddling 17 sure. miles it took like seven hours <laughs> and so we're talking to people across boats so one of these guys is an iron man like he'd mm-hmm. done like three iron man iron men iron man's irons men irons men yeah thank you <laughs> um and by about mile 13, he was throwing up over the side of the boat. <laughs> so I will say I did not throw up and that mm-hmm. was really great. However, I did. I honestly, I had like a, I had a bit of a mental breakdown because mm-hmm. um, there's, there's, it's, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to paddle a kayak in the ocean. Why? The ocean was like this. Right. Yeah. But like, it's so hard. Yeah, the pedal kayak. You wouldn't under. You don't. You don't understand. You're thinking. I mean, see, you where your head is right now. That's where my head was when I was yeah. booking this trip. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you just you 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 hang a left with the kayak and you go into the land and you just park it and no, you just kind of hang out for a little bit. Hawaii like, is like one of the coconuts wilder and stuff. Islands. No, no, no. There's no place for you to do that. Mm-hmm. There's, all There's no place for you to do that, Patrick. So he said, do that. And so after like six hours of paddling. Mm-hmm. The worst part is at the end because you can see the way the earth works is mm-hmm. you can see land really far away sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yep. then you're paddling Hold and the ocean's like pulling you back but you're paddling forward. Mm-hmm. And so you're not really covering much ground. Mm-hmm. And it was just like the end was there mm-hmm. for like two hours and it looked like it hadn't moved. <laughs> and I had a I had a real breakdown. Uh, and I think I always had some sunstroke too. Um, and I I kind of like, I blacked out for a few mm-hmm. minutes and I think I was like flailing around <laughs> like I can't do this I had to stop um and Aaron was very patient <laughs> with me but uh it was a, it was a good test and that's how I knew she was the one um anyway so rowing is hard she so this so Melanie's gonna do it for a mile from Hull to um to Fort Warren to George's Island in the dark mm-hmm. all by herself mm-hmm. and she does well okay she rows over um oh i should say uh she's by herself but she has some tools she brought up an old pistol and also a pickaxe okay all right okay i'm yeah. i'm seeing i'm seeing the plan here yeah, i'm yeah. seeing the plan here sorry yeah, this is if, important if, it's not yeah, like she's just like going in there like yeah trying to beat down the, the walls <laughs> uh, so she so needs she, a pickaxe to maybe like chip through one of the walls of a military fort over the course of a decade no. i mean what's the plan here there's exactly? a there's sure. a there's a point for the pickaxe which we'll get to in a second it's not okay. m- it's it's i don't think it's much better than that idea though. i okay. don't think a pickaxe is the way to go here but um <laughs> but a, an old pistol and a pickaxe so she so she she rose to the island it's successful mm-hmm. she pulls up the boat she creeps up to the wall of the fort mm-hmm. um now because the other woman 
the on the island, the um, Confederate sympathizer, she knows uh, you know the lay basic layout mm-hmm. of the fort. Yeah. So she tells her how to get to the corridor of dungeons. Okay, so she like goes along the walls, evading you know detection until she finds mm-hmm. the corridor of dungeons, and mm-hmm. then yeah, she I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've I've played I've played a. Uh, um, Assassin's Creed. I, I know how this works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she's got the hood, yeah. the cloak, and yeah. everything. Yeah. She's, she's all... in chapter two. I, I, know, I know how this works. It's fine. <laughs> and so she gets out there, and she starts whistling that old southern tune that her husband knows. Mm-hmm. And that's his signal. Now, his job, too, has been to kind of get some folks on the inside to, to help out. Mm-hmm. He has some co-conspirators on the side. Probably, probably Confederate guys. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that's, that's a safe bet. <laughs> So there's a couple of different, so the details get a little murky here. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite version of this part of the story is that her husband secures a rope. Someone like steals it from somewhere in the thing and passes mm-hmm. it along. Yeah, he gets cuts a rope. his hair and braids it. Yeah, I, I, mean, yeah, I know how you make ropes in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know how it goes. Just a couple of dudes braiding their mm-hmm. hair, as dudes do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes a rope <laughs> and he throws it out through a rifle slit in the fort wall. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. climbs the rope, and she's pretty small, so she squeezes through the rifle slit. Oh, reunited at last. And they're reunited at last. They are mm-hmm. reunited. Now, why, I mean, unless this rifle slit is, like, only small enough for her and not for him, why is she breaking into the fort at this point? I think that's the idea. It's a very, it's okay. not a big rifle slit, and she's okay. a slight person. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, and this guy's apparently eating so well. <laughs> in one of the most humane yes, POW camps. He's like, I'm so sorry. I eat so many pancakes in here. It's not even funny. And I, I, I don't even go out to the yard to exercise. I just lay down on my couch all day. You have a fucking couch? Well, it's a futon. So, uh, well, yeah. I mean, sometimes a ghost comes down and we yeah. have sex on it. It's, it's pretty exciting, it's pretty you great. know. <laughs> Do you remember the, um, the juvenile detention center in downtown Chicago with the mm-hmm. very narrow windows? And there was a prison break at one point where... Um, mm-hmm. One of the inmates like tied the bed sheets like, together, squeezed through, yeah, and like yeah. So I was thinking when I was reading this, I was like, I don't know, a rifle slit, and I thought, shit, if like, uh, you know, if a if a teenage person, if a teenage mm-hmm. boy can can go through with one of those, like, you know, I feel like a small a small slight petite woman could go through a probably probably yeah. a bigger thing. I don't know. It's wild. Maybe that's where the pickaxe comes in. Well, like, so the pick chip it open a little bit. Maybe, maybe could have been uh, could have been a used one. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I so she's I, if she so she breaks into the prison. It's pretty good. Hmm. If she were she not a Confederate uh, at this time, were she not mm-hmm. like into the idea of you know owning other human beings as property, uh, she'd yeah. be pretty badass. Yeah, probably would have been more on her side, but you know yeah. that one Less, small personality flaw. It's a it's a, it's a, a, this it's stuff a deal out. breaker. Yeah. She breaks in. They have a, so they they reunite. It's a very sweet scene in the movie. It's the music swells and they're mm-hmm. they're very excited. To start making out, and mm-hmm. um, the other prisoners are 1, like twelve hundred Georges are watching. <laughs> hey, are you guys gonna keep doing that? Or <laughs> can I get in there? No, no it's been so, there's only Georges here, so it's been a while. Can I? No, okay, we'll just watch. Twelve hundred men immediately go back to their bunk. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, so this is only half the plan, though. Of mm-hmm. course, she has to break back out of prison mm-hmm. with Andrew and with the co-conspirators here. So they get back to work. The plan is to take the pickaxe and use the pickaxe to dig a tunnel. Now, this is where I think this is a terrible tool to use for. Yeah, 
I've dug some holes in my time. I've mm-hmm. never used a pickaxe. I would never use a pickaxe. I don't see the point of using a pickaxe. I would have brought a shovel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a rowboat. You're not like strapped for space. <laughs> yeah, you're the <laughs> only person in this rowboat. Yeah. Yeah, not to mention, like, you brought a pistol, too, so you obviously have some money to throw around here. Well, this so. is going to be important. This is an old, old pistol. Okay. It's like a new one. It's like a used pistol. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. But even so, I mean, you you, you, know, you scrape together a few bucks and you put a shovel in the boat. I don't... Also, I, I, you're resourceful yeah. enough to, like, fucking break into this prison. Like, surely you could have swiped, like, three shovels. Mm-hmm. Bring yeah. one for everyone. Everyone dig. Yeah. It, it And so the only thing she brings into the pickaxe, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's it. So yeah. she couldn't have written him a letter that said, hey, dummy, why don't you get a shovel from inside the prison prison, and dig a tunnel and I'll meet you on the outside? Why does she need to go into you know the what? prison Actually, to dig not, the tunnel for him? This is like... Yeah, it's not impossible that that's what happened now that you yeah. mentioned that because this this is also where the story gets a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> because they start digging this tunnel. So I think it actually makes a lot of sense. Maybe they did that. Hmm. Start digging the tunnel. Because their plan is they're going to dig a tunnel mm-hmm. from where they are under like the main grounds of the fort. You know, fort's sure. yep. basically, you know. Under the, yep. And their plan is, it's pretty good. It's to dig a tunnel all the way, not out of the fort, but to the armory. Mm. And in the armory, they're going to pop up through the floor fucking mm. Michael Bay style and mm. they're just going to grab the grab the Uzis and start going to town. <laughs> um, uh, we have so many muskets. I'm going <laughs> to shoot you. I'm going to shoot everybody in this island one time and then 10 minutes later a second time. <clears throat> so it's a pretty good plan really because yeah. their plan is not to just escape. It's to take the fort. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Yeah. Again, aside from the one small part that they were all like slavery and stuff right um so it's it's really it's a damper it's a damper mm-hmm. historically speaking um but that's their plan so they start digging or should they continue digging mm-hmm. the only problem with this plan is one gosh one one critical error in their in their plan is that they weren't very good at digging in a straight line <laughs> <laughs> how hard is it to dig in a straight line like you look down the tunnel and you're like oh that's not even close like that's it goes well, way off to the right I guess I should say they aren't digging in a, they aren't digging toward the right end point. Maybe is a better mm. way to say it. It's probably okay. a straight line, Yeah, but it's just in the wrong angle. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. not good at angles because they're digging and they, uh, they did not end up digging toward the arsenal. They went a little off course and they ended up digging very close to where a bunch of union soldiers spend a lot of their time. And the soldiers are sitting there in the fort and they hear voices Coming from under the ground, mm. very near them. I'm like, what <laughs> is what is that? <laughs> and so they call the commander of the fort. This is a man named Lieutenant 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 Colonel uh, Justin Dimmick, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, he's 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 angry. He does not love that they are trying to escape. They they rage through. They go through the uh, the fort. They find mm-hmm. the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes in after them himself. He's so mad. He's not even sending his men in there. He's like, we treated them so well mm-hmm. here. We let them send letters and shit. We gave them pancakes. Mm-hmm. I am so annoyed. Mm-hmm. We gave them all shovels. I don't know why the fuck we gave them all shovels. <laughs> they said they would not do this. Mm-hmm. They were on their honor. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's so angry. He's not. It's actually, he's not so mad. He's disappointed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he goes in there, men behind him, but he goes in first. And he's like, hey, 
your tunnel sucks because it's going there. I don't know where you're trying to go, but it went right underneath our soldiers and <laughs> mm-hmm. stop fucking digging. Please come back. Now, Melanie did not come this far to go quietly into the night. Mm-hmm. She pulls out her gun and she aims it right at fucking heart of Lieutenant Colonel Justin Dimmick. Mm-hmm. And she shoots him straight in the heart. Oh. Or, well, she would have, except the gun was so old and bad that it jammed and it exploded when she tried to fire it. And a piece of shrapnel from it uh, went right into her husband's skull and he died instantly. (laughs) (laughs) So so that's some bad luck (laughs) for Melanie. (laughs) And I guess for Andrew. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh, man. Can you imagine? Oh. I mean, I'm glad, you know, it went this way because, you know, again, Confederates, but boy, that's, that's tough. That's tough. That is a kick in the pants. I'll tell you that much. That sure is. Yeah. You take a, you take a pleasure cruise all the way up to luxurious Hull, Massachusetts in the 1850s. Uh Uh-huh. You break into, uh... The nicest, the the kindest prison. (laughs) One of the most humane POW camps on earth. And and you accidentally execute your husband in a tunnel underneath of the soldier's party quarters. That is a shame. That is uh, a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's too bad. Mm -hmm. It's too bad. I mean, the good news is she's already in prison. So, like, there's really nothing. It's very easy from here on out for the Union (laughs) Army. Yes. (laughs) Elf, it's very nicely for them. Yeah. Um, Melanie's obviously distraught. Yeah. That's not how she saw this going. Yeah. Um, she's, you know, of course, instantly arrested (laughs) because they're in a tunnel together (laughs) and, uh, her back is literally against the wall. Mm -hmm. She is charged with treason. Mm -hmm. Unsurprisingly. Of course. On the spot. There's not like a trial. Yeah. They just say you're, you're guilty of treason. That was treason right there. That was, yeah, I, we, we all saw it, right? You guys yeah. saw it. Okay. This is treason. Mm-hmm. Even the Confederate and, guy's like, yeah, that was, that's, this has all been treason. I'm so I, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I regret to, I regret to uh, inform you. Yes, I agree. This is uh, mm-hmm. this has been treason. And so she is sentenced to the gallows and they march her there immediately. Oh, oh wow. Just like, I don't know if you know this, but the, uh, up out of the tunnel. Yeah. Out of the tunnel into the gallows. Cause the, um, hmm. the punishment for treason, uh, used to be, <laughs> it used to be death. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, sword? yeah, you go now. You can just break into the Capitol any old day you want, mm-hmm. and uh, you can just it's, there's not it's fine, no yeah, problems. You, but back then, it's like if you committed treason against the uh, the government, it's uh, that, it used to be it used to be a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Back then, now it's Tuesday, but then it was a big deal. <laughs> so she's a, immediately marched to the gallows, like some sort of Mike Pence, and they take her there immediately. And um, again, she's she's very sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, she's going to die and yeah. And know. she she accepts this fate because mm-hmm. now she has nothing more to live for because she's like she's banked her whole life on this saving Andrew. Yeah. I spent all my money on that nice pistol. So now like that's gone. <laughs> so she accepts her fate, but she does have one request. She doesn't want to die in men's clothes. Mhm. It's an indignity. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking because I see the drool coming out of the side of your mouth. I mean, yeah. So it's some 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 crazed ass woman that's been digging in a hole for three days <laughs> with uh, half her hair chopped off and covered in pistol smoke. Yeah, I am. Randy. 
Um, uh. <clears throat> so she doesn't want to die in men's clothing. So she they so they agree then that she can wear women's clothing because they're so nice. They're so nice. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, yeah of exactly. course. Of course. Yeah. Here's the no, nicest like, burlap dress we could find. Like you did on great. The like POW Island, I guess. Well, this is so this is the only hiccup. So they're like, yeah, we can we're totally happy to put you in women's clothing. It's just mm-hmm. we don't have any. Yeah. You kind um, of broke into a prisoner of war camp, so <laughs> So the junior miss section is really sold out at the commissary <laughs> store. I'm afraid like there's not a whole lot there, but you know what they do have hmm. apparently <laughs> it's a theater program. Oh, you gotta be kidding. Me. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and so because of the theatricals that they put on at the fort from time to time, <laughs> <laughs> I is, every, is everybody <laughs> is everybody done with their pancake breakfast? Yes, yes. You, Cletus, in the back, you're done with the pancakes. Okay, good. So now we're going to be doing Romeo and Juliet, um, the second act. Um, I cross checked this as much as I was able to. At every mm-hmm. single source, <laughs> they had a theater program at the fort, and of course, therefore, they had costumes. Yeah, I mean, it's it sounds it's POW, it's rehabilitation, and they're teaching a lot of these guys to read. I'm sure it's a very it's a it's a it's very true. It's true. It's a very progressive actually yeah. approach yeah. to uh, to prison, mm-hmm. which I you know, it's like a very Scandinavian thing. I yeah, I, this is wild. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why we got away from this. So they were able to dredge up some black robes. Okay, I All guess right. I don't know. They like close angry men or something. I don't know. Um. But the, but they dress her, so they dress her in these robes, which are they're at least not men's clothes, right? They're not really women's yeah. clothes, but it's uh, it's 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 something. Yeah. And uh, they dress her in these black robes, and then they proceed to hang Melanie Lanier until dead. Seems fair. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now after her death. Mm-hmm. Soldiers at the fort started seeing a mysterious apparition of what they started calling the Lady in Black. Hmm. They would see a woman in black robes wandering through the fort. Her voice could be heard echoing through the corridor of dungeons. Soldiers playing poker in one of the holds one night watched a stone roll across the room all by itself. Feels like a creepy thing to look at. Yeah. Um, one winter night there were footprints found in the snow outside the fort but they were just five isolated footprints like coming from nowhere and going to nowhere Mm. like the rest of the snow around them was totally unbroken yeah just five footprints in the snow like little lady feet too little lady feet absolutely interesting Mm. Um, some soldiers in the next few years were even court-martialed for shooting at what they said was a lady in black that they thought was breaking into the fort. One man was even brought up on charges for fleeing his post because he claimed he was being chased by a lady in black with a pickaxe. <laughs> so the pickaxe is also a ghost now, which I think is great. <laughs> um, and so you get to keep one thing in the afterlife. What are you going to keep? Choose your wisely. husband, the shitty pistol or the pickaxe. <laughs> exactly. well, she made a good choice. Yeah. I may have to go with the pickaxe. Um, and so these stories, uh, run well into the 21st century, even to this day, visitors to the fort, which is now a national historic site, 
claim to see the lady in black wandering the grounds in this very day. Hmm. Now, I asked my friend Shannon, who is a friend I alluded to earlier who lives on Hall. I tried to get Shannon in um, to join us for this episode. However, she was all on board. She's very excited until I told her that we record at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, well, that's 9 o'clock Eastern, and I'm in bed by then. <laughs> and I said, God, that sounds like the best life. And then she said, well, maybe you shouldn't have had kids. <laughs> and I said, that touche, touche, Shannon. This is true. But I texted her. I said, uh, well, here's the story we're doing. We're doing um, a ghost story from George's Island, which I think you could probably see from your house. And she said, are you doing the lady in black? And I said, yeah. She told me uh, two things of, of, of extreme interest. One of them is that uh, last week, actually, one of her friends came to town and wanted to go check out the ghost stories uh, on the fort. So they went over, they mm-hmm. took a tour. Mm-hmm. And apparently on the tour, you can go, if you want, as you go through the tour, they give you an optional side quest. There is a tunnel that um, they say is haunted by the lady in black. And apparently this tunnel is like, even in the middle of summer when it's very hot outside, like mm-hmm. freezing cold, like not just like normal underground cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like see your breath, like freezing cold. Yeah. And it's haunted by the lady in black. And this isn't like the tunnel, right? This is not, the, I, I asked that question okay, just for yeah. clarity. No, right. this is uh this is a, a tunnel on the fort. Um, but the idea, so the way that this is set up is it's so haunted that they've made sort of a game out of it uh, at Fort Warren. And if you can go all the way through the tunnel, because like it's, it's pretty long and like basically dark. Like you can't see, there's parts mm-hmm. where you can't see the light at either end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. If you make it, if you walk into it and you make it through the entire tunnel, like feeling your way along the tunnel, if you make it all the way to the other end, you get a sticker. Shit. Uh huh. What kind of sticker? I don't know. Is but we're gonna go find out. This is on now on our list of things to do. We're gonna go visit Shannon and we're gonna go get a sticker. And I was like, well, that's kind of fun. I love a sticker. And Shannon says, I said I took a video, but I'm not gonna send it to you because it is literally my friend screaming the entire time. <laughs> she was not prepared. <laughs> so uh, her friend was freaked out for sure. Um but then she also said, uh, by the way, speaking of the lady mm-hmm. in black and George's Island, uh, I'm just going to read Shannon's text. I didn't ask her to do this, but I, I'm, she's, that's probably cool. <laughs> yeah. I'll ask her before we uh, yeah. post. Yeah. There's a lot of Shannons out there. It's probably not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon's <laughs> Island is next door to George's Island. This is one of the Shannons on that <laughs> island. She said, I was just talking to my brother about it because he works on George's Island. Hmm. And apparently he works with a guy that will no longer step foot on that island. He will only work the other islands. And if he has to drop anything off at George's Island, he just leaves it on the dock. He won't even get out of the boat. (laughs) He is so terrified. He has been haunted for Hmm. sure. Wild. Yeah. And that is the story of the lady in black on George's Island. The most prestigious island off the coast of Boston. Uh, Shannon also told me, maybe we'll come back to this, because apparently there's an island next to George's called Gallup Island, and that's where they used to put mm-hmm. smallpox bodies. Oh, So okay. you know, you know that one is also quite haunted. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also noticed that they have a deer island. So... <gasps> mm-hmm. <laughs> the deer island there is the ghost of the deer island <laughs> off Biloxi, where... 
the ghost of the ghost <laughs> of the headless ghost is yeah. there. Did I get that right? Now, now the, the only problem is the 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 main um the main feature of Deer Island, if you zoom way in, is the is the is the uh Deer Island wastewater treatment plant. So I don't know if <laughs> Is it a haunted wastewater <laughs> treatment plant? <laughs> This is this has been <laughs> is this a ghost? And if you like it, then you should uh, head on over to wherever you download it and uh, and uh, give us a give us a review and a rating and tell us how much you love this. Unless you don't like it, then don't do that at all and just hang mm-hmm. up hang up the phone and uh, pretend we were never here. Yeah, and if, and again again as I've said before, if if anybody's really unhappy with the podcast, please um, just let us know via five star review on uh, Apple Podcasts <laughs> and. Uh, and we read all the five star reviews. I don't read the four stars and down like they did. You know, it's, it it takes a lot of time. Um, but the five stars, you know, I try to, I try to take some time to read all the five star yeah. reviews. So five stars. This was garbage. <laughs> yeah. that's that's good feedback for us, and we, we'll we'll take that to heart. <laughs> five star insulted my mother. Um, one of them touched my dog in an appropriate way. Uh, will not ever listen again. Five stars. I missed, that's I yeah. And I I. I would, I'd be surprised, but I would, I would, I would accept it. You know what? I, I would mm-hmm. accept that criticism, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and I would take it to heart. Yeah, it's constructive. For five stars. Yeah, I sure. guess so. Okay, well, this has gone great, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. Hey, I'll, hey, I'll see you next week, bud. All right, sounds great. See you then.